Hey, Fairborn City Manager Rob here. I'm with Megan Howard. Hi, Megan. Hi. This is Rumor Has It. This is our uh, more timely, kind of off-the-cuff podcast, letting people know what's going on at Fairborn, addressing any rumors that might come up, and just trying to be a little bit more informational so folks understand what's going on. Yeah, and have fun. And have fun. Yeah, we certainly have fun. Uh, we have a few things to go over today. We'll start with a wrap-up of what happened last weekend, uh, which was the Sweet Corn Festival. Yeah. So, uh, Megan, let's talk a little bit about Sweet Corn. Um, it was an interesting weekend, I thought, uh, only because of the weather. Right. It was kind of on again, off again, raining, tornadoes. I'd say the Sweet Corn Festival is probably the largest event that takes place in Fairborn. I would say so. Uh, and it was leaning that way. I mean, the weather was, until it rained, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, perfect weather. It wasn't hot. It wasn't, usually it's the hottest day of the year, seems like. It's just oppressive. Yeah. Uh, but we had wonderful weather. Unfortunately, the rain came through. Uh, fortunately, it was towards the end of the day. Correct. Uh, around 4 o'clock. For both and days, I think yeah. it closed at 6. So it didn't wash it out completely, but uh, it was a good crowd and, and uh Everybody seems to have a great time. So kudos to the Lions Club and puts that together with the Fairborn Art Association, yep. uh, all the volunteers that, that uh, make that happen. It's it's a wonderful event. Yeah, we had, so we opened our booth at 10. No, not 10. I was there at 10. We opened up the booth at 11. Right. And we had people walking by as I was setting stuff up, asking if they could get some stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of interesting. And we had the, the main things that we were giving out this weekend were um, uh, sunglasses, bags that were insulated insulated lunch yeah. bags yeah. um and then frisbees from our development services department and all of those items were gone by one o'clock so within two hours they were gone yeah fairborn people love free stuff <laughs> they sure do maybe people in general like free stuff yeah. i don't want to make that well, unique to fairborn but and because where we're located we're located like right as people are entering yep. so i think that helped and when they saw the bags they knew they could carry all the other free stuff they were going to get to. Yeah, absolutely. And then you were at the Schmidt's booth. I was at the Schmidt's sausage booth working um, on behalf of the Rotary Club, and that was a nonstop. I worked a four-hour shift, and it felt like 10 minutes. <laughs> I mean, it literally was uh, nonstop from the minute they started. Yeah, I was going to say, every time I walked over, you were moving and grooving. Yeah, and that's right next to the, the where they sell the root beer, kind of at the other end of where uh, the city booth is, right. kind of the other end, and it really... Is just amazingly crowded. Fortunately, we were close enough to to hear uh, some of the music that was playing, oh, and there cool. were some really good folks playing music uh, for the four or six hours I was at Sweet Corn Festival on Saturday. It was amazing. Nice. We couldn't hear that everywhere we were at. Right. Yeah, we were luckily close enough that we could hear it. It was it was great. Yeah. So well, good. And of course, got some excellent sweet corn, uh, which I've really continued good. to eat the next couple of days. But and amazing. I was we were commenting as we were standing in during one of the downpours. I think it was Sunday. There was that random, well, you weren't, you weren't there, Senator, were you? I was not. So there was just a random, wasn't on the radar, huge downpour Sunday afternoon. And I was standing in the D.A.R.E. trailer with the other cops and <laughs> we're just continuing to watch people walk in. Yeah. Like ready to get in their a corn. Downpour. Uh, yeah. And he's like, yeah. these, you know, Fairborn people are dedicated yep. to getting their corn. And so there, was, there are people that come strictly for that and then they leave. I think that's the unique thing about it is there are people that come for one specific part of that event mm -hmm. uh, and don't really care about anything else. Right. But man, they're going to get there for that. And that alone, they won't be stopped. Yeah. It, it's amazing. And it is, you know, great corn from Bruntlingers. And yeah. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. And kudos to all the Lions Club members that 
cook all that stuff and get it ready for us. So yeah, it's, it was a good weekend. Terrific event. It, it shines Fairborn in a great light. Our park park looked really good. Yeah. Uh, the rain made a little bit of a sloppy mess, but you know, our parks folks do a great job getting that ready and, and just the volunteers all along. It's, it's a wonderful event. Yeah. So thanks for, for uh, coming out uh, to the sweet corn. And we, we will reload our swag before next year. We will. And uh, we'll, we'll do our best to get, we didn't have the color changing cups this year. Right. Those are a big hit. Yeah. People are yeah. kind of upset. Right. But that's okay. I mean, they, they were happy with what we had. So, and we did, we did uh, hear a few people that said they listened to the podcast. You're kidding. This one? Yes. In fact, wow. we had one lady come up and say she's listened to every episode. Oh my gosh. I'm like, really? Like, that's great. Or she's like, I love it. She's like, I love what you guys say. So if you're out there, we appreciate, if you came to the Sweet Corn Festival and you came up to the booth and it said that, thank you so much. We, we are shockingly, uh, surprised by the fact that people listen. There's a concept that the young kids know about called an Easter egg, Oh, right? Yes. Like planting Easter eggs in certain, especially in like the Marvel stuff, there's Easter eggs in there that if they you are. pay attention and follow along, you understand it, but maybe not be understood by everybody else. Right. We may have to start planting some Easter eggs in this podcast. We, we tried with bluegrass. I think that was maybe a little too specific and random. Yeah. Um, and so we'll try to develop some Easter eggs. So if you're listening, continue to listen. That's right. Uh, we may drop some hints about something that nobody else maybe know about um, and try to do something where we, you know, try to get you to show up somewhere and, and get a pop-up event maybe that people don't know about or um, perhaps we have something at Spark that if you show up, maybe get in for That'd free. Be cool. And, take advantage of it. So we'll continue to develop that and, and plant some Easter eggs. I think that'd be kind of neat. So I got a fun story. Do yeah. I, do I have time for a fun Absolutely. story? So when, uh, so Apple is known to do Easter eggs with Siri as well. Really? Yes. And when the Lego Batman movie came out, gosh, I don't even know how many years ago it was. It's like, been a minute. It was yeah. like the first one. Right. But my kids were little enough. So we, you know, took them to it. And then I found out that you could tell Siri to basically, you could say, you know, Hey computer. And she would, you know, basically call you Alfred. Huh. So we were just having tons of fun with this one day. And the kids thought it'd be funny if I changed my name to Batman so that yeah. when I would say, Hey Siri, she would say, yes, Batman. So yeah. I am. So again, you know, I used to be a preacher. Right. Uh, well, I still am a preacher, just not full time. So I was preaching one day and I always put my phone on the table so that I could see, you know, the time and, sure. and whatnot. And I must have said something mid mid sermon that sounded like, hey, Siri, because and it was in a more like not serious part, but right. it wasn't meant to be funny part of the sermon. And she's like, yes, Batman. <laughs> and I just stopped and I could see the first two rows of the church. They just kind of <laughs> looked at me with this really bizarre <laughs> look and. I had to address it. I'm like, so right. here's what happened. Like Siri just called me Batman. So it was right. just kind of one of the most awkward Easter egg moments of That's great. Yeah, not on a not on Easter Sunday morning. That's obviously. Fantastic. But yeah, so people know that Siri calls me Batman and I have never changed it. One I just keep forgetting. So it, right. it's quite shocking when she does it again. That's great. That's great. So still if you say hey Siri, it'll say Yes. That's awesome. Like she'll say That's even better. Know, what's up, Batman? So, so let's look ahead now. We've talked about our Sweet Corn Festival, which was terrific. Um, got that behind us. We're not done in Fairborn though with events. So the next one would be the marathon. Yep. And then Hairborn, which is something that we've be the second time we've done Hairborn. Yep. Um, those take place on the same day. We're a little ambitious with it. We are. Uh, last year we were 
uh, unfortunate that they they canceled the marathon. Helped us a little bit in planning for the event because we then didn't have to worry about all of the the what everything that goes on with the, with the marathon. This year we don't have that luxury. They are doing the marathon. It's a full go. They've got everybody registered. Yep. I'm per- sure it probably sold out in, in 10 minutes, like it, or in a very short period of time, like Quick, it normally yeah. does. Um, so they're doing the expo and everything. Uh, the marathon will come through starting around eight o'clock ish. Uh, we're a little bit further along in the race this year right. than we have in the past. So it'll be a little bit later, but that should be cleared out and we'll start hairborne around three o'clock. Yeah, good times. So we are going to have to thread that needle as they speak with uh, regard to making sure everything from the marathon is clear. Uh, we do have, we have a great uh, local committee that does the Fairborn Fly Zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're the only location in the full marathon, well, in, in really anything but the 5K, right. uh, where the runners actually come off of the base property. So we're mile 14 to 15. We have a group of residents for the past I can't even tell you how long. It's been a long time time. uh, that do what's called the Fairborn Fly Zone. And they actually work with the marathon to bring family members of runners from the starting line up to Fairborn. So the only place you can see your favorite runner in this marathon, which is grueling, by the way, I can only imagine, is in Fairborn. So they do a great job of coordinating some buses. Those folks can come up and cheer on their, uh, their runners. And then they hop on that same bus and go back and watch them cross the finish line. Uh, the great part about that is the residents that live around this where the the, uh, the marathon path comes through have really embraced this. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, they're cheering on runners. They're having probably cocktails in the morning. They're, uh, you know, maybe drinking some mimosas and having some eggs and bacon. Um, it's just a really, really fun time. Um, and if you really are, are looking to, you know, on a Saturday morning and you're looking for something to do on um, – September 17th, come downtown yeah. uh, and watch this. It's a spectacle. Well, and the, and the benefit now with us being later in the race is you don't have to get up as early. That's right. Uh, to come join. And so you can, you know, get up at your leisure time on a Saturday morning and come I know your favorite downtown. DJ actually announces people there at the center of town, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, he's so, pretty awesome. So John will be there and, and it's just, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. And uh, our re- businesses open up for folks. And so you can get coffee at lefties and, uh, I think the other businesses downtown will be open if you need something to eat or uh, looking for a place to, to get something. I think they'll be there. And it's just a really cool thing to see all these runners. And there's thousands of them. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah, I can't remember how many total do the full marathon. But I know total total participants that weekend, it's usually about 15,000. Right. Um, and, you know, even the expo, it's we'll be there at the expo and we'll be giving out some free stuff. So right. if you want some free Fairborn stuff, you can come hang out with us at the expo. But uh, they average, I think, 30,000 that come through for the two days of the expo. Which is crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of people. And to their credit, the way they do the expo is they make you walk by every booth before you can go down and get your bib and packet. Yes. Which is brilliant because most folks would just figure out a way to shoot down, get downstairs, get their stuff and get out. This way you got to walk by it all. Yep. Uh, And again, the fly zone will have a location there. We have a location there. Uh, where we try to highlight some Fairborn stuff that people may not see because people come from all over the country and uh, even other other countries to run this marathon. So it's an opportunity for us to put our best foot forward and show people what Fairborn's all about. Yeah, it's a it's a great two-day event. Well, three days actually. Starts the expos on Thursday and Friday and then Friday the, mar- uh, the half, shoot. 
The 5K. The 5K. There we go. The 5K is on uh, Wright State's campus, and uh, that kind of kicks off the whole weekend. And then Saturday morning, it's the 10K half and then full. And just a reminder for people, if you are downtown Fairborn and you see me running, <laughs> it's bad. Uh, run with I'm not, you. <laughs> I'm not running because I want to run. I'm running because I have to run. So if you see me running, please run yourself uh, it's okay, because it's something enough. is wrong. So we need to, we're, I'm trying to get away from something. <laughs> so the marathon then usually gets through downtown. I'm going to say noonish. Yeah. Uh, the fast runners are probably done by 11, 10, 11. Oh. Uh, those folks are almost flying. Uh, but the, the last stragglers usually get through around noon, one o'clock ish. Uh, and then we will transition over to Hairborn. So tell us a little bit about Hairborn, Megan. This is something that uh, Mike Gebhardt thought of uh, a couple years ago, and we brought it into action, and I think it fits who we are. We do. It's a kind of an ode to the 80s hair metal band. Right. And so we have uh, two tribute bands and then a local band uh, going to play Ithaca as the local band, and they're fantastic. They're they great. played um, the first year we did St. Patrick's Day. They did. So if they if – they, could play something from Dropkick Murphys. I know it's not <laughs> it's not St. Patrick's Day, but if right. they could do that, that'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, but then we have the Wrecking Crew. The Wrecking Crew. So a Molly Crew tribute band. Molly Crew tribute okay. tribute band, and then Mullet. Mullet's going to close the night for us. And they're kind of everybody else. Like they're just an '80s hair metal. Yeah. And I think they're. Uh, I think both the uh, the Wrecking Crew and Mullet are these top line tributes. They travel all over the, yeah. the country. Uh, doing this. So if you like 80s hair metal and looking for something to do on Saturday after the marathon, maybe you've run the marathon and you're looking to maybe relax a little bit, come on down to Hairborn and, and get some really good music. Yeah, we got really good music, really good food and a beer garden. I mean, that sounds like a, it's a perfect post-race awesomeness. Yeah, replace some of those carbs that you burned and running. and That's right. Yeah, perfect. And you know, perfect. it's always good for, you know, you always think that you want to sit down. Right. You know, it's really best to just kind of keep lightly moving. So it's, you come here, you dance a little bit, you get yeah. something to eat. Perfect. You know, get some hydration. I mean, I don't know the beer's hydration, but. There's water in I it. I have water. There's water in it. Okay. You can get water. Oh, there we go. And I think you'll even have some root beer that will sell if that's left over from the. That's right. Sweet corn festival. So you get rehydrated so you can, a little bit. You don't bit. need to, yeah, you can come and have a soft drink and uh, listen to some music and eat some food and it's that's a really right. good time. Hairborn's a little different in that it's not a free event that we do like Correct. the others. Uh, this one is like St. Patrick's Day, so there is a fee. Uh, we partner with iHeartRadio and WTUE to do this. That covers essentially the cost of the bands right. uh, to try to bring the bigger talent in here. So, uh, And we hold that in a different location. So it's actually down at Main and Broad, not in Main Street there by uh, Grand Avenue. So a little bit different setup. There is a charge. Uh, but for the 10 bucks, you get three amazing bands, and it's really worth it. I mean, it's, it's a full day. And that's all day. So if you want to come hear the first band, but you don't, you know, you got something to do maybe in the afternoon. As long as you have your wristband on, you can come and go as you please. And yep. uh, I mean, it, it's a it's a really fun time. Yeah. So if you're looking for something to do on the 17th, please come down. It's uh, really it's really one of the better events that we put together. Yeah. Uh, before we get to those two, let's we actually have some back to school stuff that we're talking about. We have a new school that's opening this school year. We do. Uh, we were told this morning that they just are doing the final inspections for that as we speak. Uh, so. As you know, they delayed the school year until September 6th right. to do that. And so it's the new Fairborn Intermediate School should be opening. And uh, the fire department has, they went through, I think last week or the week before, just kind of for their own, not necessarily inspections, but to just know where things are located at. And um, Emily, our intern, she went and took some videos and I think they are posted today. So today is Wednesday. So 
Great. When you hear this, go back and look at Wednesday's post to see some of the highlights from the intermediate and what it's so going to So is this like. a TikTok post or is this an Instagram? All of the above. All right. So, so it's on all the, blo- the socials on Instagram tool. No Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Excellent. You can find it. So, and it looks beautiful on the inside. If it's anything like the primary, oh, I, mean, I mean, it's fantastic. It's absolutely it, top notch. It, yeah. So, I mean, it's again, once, once again, the schools have um, done an incredible job at taking care of the students and the, the staff of this community. It really is a testament. So we've got the new uh, primary school that opened. It's two, two years ago now, three years ago now. Uh, the old primary school, which was the uh, intermediate school temporarily, is right. actually being uh, remediated and will be demolished uh, any time now. So I think that should be coming there's, along. There's fencing up. There's fencing up. So they're going to start the demolition there. Intermediate, The new intermediate's open. Uh, the only thing left then is the Baker Middle School and the high school. And if you've been anywhere near 675 and Commerce Center, the high school's flying. Yeah. Um, it may be done before Maple Avenue, and we'll get to Maple <laughs> That's a spoiler alert, um, but we're the high school is just absolutely flying, yeah. and so that's the new schools are a huge improvement to yeah. uh, to Fairborn, and it just it's it helps the community so much. Absolutely, and it's you know there's there's a lot of chatter about you know new schools and will it attract new people, and you know it's it, yes, I mean it is a yeah. huge it's a huge deal to have you know, state-of-the-art equipment and places yep. to go and just spaces that are clean and air-conditioned and, right. you know, heat properly. So, yes, I mean, if, if you're a parent and have kids, you want your kid to be in the best environment possible to learn. Yeah. And um, the staff, in my opinion, this is my opinion only, but in my opinion, our teachers are incredible. Um, both my kids are have gone through Fairborn City Schools and they're currently at the junior high and yeah. um, every teacher they've had has been amazing and um, so kudos to, to the school system and, and everything they do for this community. And the way I used to say it before we um, had the new school or when the new schools were approved is, you know, we have a long history in our, of the Fairborn City Schools producing some amazing uh, people that have done some amazing things in life, right? And we've talked about that uh, before, but the number of people that have gone from Fairborn High School and gone to Ivy League schools and gone to Notre Dame and Stanford, and you know, we have our share of that, and we have folks that go on and do wonderful things, which is a testament to the teachers that are teaching those kids, right? Yep. We finally now with these new buildings have buildings that are um, to the same level as our teachers, right. right? Because you want them to be comfortable, right? As and you want your children to be comfortable while they're learning. Yeah that can only help foster learning environment, I would think. Yeah. Uh, so finally we have some schools that are the quality of, uh, of what the people have been that have been teaching. So sure. it's just amazing. And again, as an economic development person, this really can't do, it's, it's a huge economic development win oh, yeah. uh, to get these new schools. And we'll have the, the latest and greatest when they're all done. Yeah, it's exciting. Which my, is great. My kids are excited. Uh, to, to see the finished high school one when they can get there because they've missed all the other ones. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, so it's okay though. They'll, you know, they'll, they'll benefit from the high school and um, so it's, it'll be exciting. And we still have one more to go. So there's still the middle school project right. that's yet to be done and they're waiting on some funding from the state of Ohio that was part of uh, when they did the funding for the high school. So uh, hopefully that'll come in uh, in the next several years and they can plan that school and get that done and be done with it. So and then we'll start to, to worry and think about, okay, what happens to the old schools, right? right? So what happens to the old baker? 
uh, what happens to the old high school. And, and those are conversations that we'll have many years from now, I would think, uh, as those uh, buildings become uh, available. So that's uh, that's about it for the uh, the wrap-up. Let's talk about some rumors. This is called Rumor Has It. Uh, we do have a couple rumors that we need to talk about. Uh, maybe not a rumor. One's a rumor. One is uh, just some information. But we were contacted. Talk about what somebody asked you recently about Fairborn. So they they sent me a link to uh, a Fairborn Communicates post, and they just said, hey, what can you tell us about this? When I clicked on the link, uh, it was that we're getting a bargain bin depot. Okay. I know nothing about a bargain bin uh, depot. I'm not aware of a bargain bin depot either. Um, I know there are some of these depots like liquidation places that advertise. I don't know. I don't believe any of them are in Fairborn that I know of. Um, we're not aware of anything that's uh, proposed to come here. We've not been contacted by anything that wants to come here. Um, so I don't know that a bargain bin depot is uh, on the horizon for Fairborn. Yeah. Now, sometimes, I'd, correct me if I'm wrong, yep. that they'll use the old Kmart site for like temporary like weekends and yes. like Victoria's Secret. Is that correct. one of them? So maybe that, maybe that is what, you know, this was referring to. I don't know. And, you know, we're not quite sure how the a rumor is created and kind of, you know, <laughs> how it <laughs> evolves it <laughs> over, over time. Perhaps that is it. They do use the old Kmart site about two times a year, I believe, yeah. uh, to have a, it is kind of a bargain bin sale uh, for Victoria's Secret. So, and it gets quite popular. I mean, there are a bunch of folks lined up to, to take part in that. So maybe that's, maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's how it came about. Uh, but we're not aware of a permanent bargain bin depot. Uh, that's coming to Fairborn. So if you hear anything about that, uh, that's not on the radar, not something that we're looking to do, not something that we're uh, aware of. Yeah. The other one is we've had a, a you know, restaurant that uh, just became vacant recently over on Kaufman. Right. Uh, the old, it was, I go back in the day, it was uh, Cadillac, Jacks. Cadillac Jacks, and then it was, uh, the, man, I Crossroads Barbecue, and then it was Butts Barbecue. Yeah. And now we notice that there's uh, somebody in there doing some work. Yeah, painted uh, it. Painted it, I think has done some interior remodel things. Uh, nothing uh, extravagant, but I think they've done some interior work. Um, we don't have anything on our books that's that's where they've applied for a permit. But with that being said, the stuff they may be doing doesn't require permits. I mean, you can go in and paint and fix up and clean uh, and you know get something ready uh, without getting a permit. They will need a f an occupancy before they go in there. They can start the work and continue to do that um, before they get that occupancy. Right. So, um, and we have seen some things on online about a, uh, like a chicken wing place wanted to go in there. Uh, from the pictures, I don't want to give it away, uh, but the pictures I've seen, it looks amazing uh, and can't wait to uh, taste some of those as you, you know, just look at me and I know this is a audio podcast, but <laughs> if you've seen a picture of me, I do not, I do like to eat. Uh, so I'm looking forward to this being wings and, and whatever else I have to, to prepare. Yeah. I mean, so, but we don't, we don't officially know anything. Don't have anything official. Yeah. Don't know anything about an opening date. Uh, don't know anything about um, really much of anything, uh, but hopefully we'll get some information in soon and we can share that in a future episode. Okay. And I, I did want to, so down on our, on our list here, we, we do have the Dollar Tree on here. And yeah. that was something that somebody asked a week ago um, as a rumor of yeah. when they were going to open. And uh, she said, I'm going to ask, but it may be open by the time you record the next one. And she was correct. So it is open. Dollar Tree is open on Broad Street. Okay, good. Good. So, yeah, please, if you like that, like Dollar Tree, 
the building looks beautiful. It does look beautiful. Um, so uh, not been in there yet, but uh, we'll hopefully get down there soon. And so Dollar Tree is open. Great, great. The only other I, little, I gave a teaser of it before. Let's talk about Maple Avenue. Is Maple Avenue done yet? No. Uh, will it be done by the next episode of the podcast? No. Yeah, I don't think so. If you've driven by there, you've seen that they've done some work now on the east side of of the uh, of the road, and there's been some. Uh, and we've said this a number of times, and we probably could take ten minutes and talk about this every episode of this podcast. But the people that listen to the podcast already know this, so right. it doesn't do any good other than be annoying for the people who listen to this. Right. When they when people the criticism we get about Maple is it's been under construction for four years, and while that's technically true, right, hasn't been the same project that's been going on for four years. Correct. Phase one of Maple has been done for a year, uh, and that was from the overpass to Doris. Right. That's completely finished. Uh, where the intermediate school is perfectly wide open and ready to go. Uh, that project was completed a year ago, uh, and then we started to move on to phase two, which is from Doris to Five Points. Now. Maple Avenue has been under construction in some form or fashion for several years. Correct. And I understand that it could be a very annoying and just a drain on people that live on Maple, people that travel on Maple, understand all that. Uh, but we are, it's a, it's a uh, multiple mile project mm -hmm. uh, and it takes a long time to do those projects. And it's not just, a, we're not just milling off asphalt and putting in asphalt. Uh, this is a, every new curb, every new driveway, every new storm drain, every water line, uh, uh, gas line from Vectran, all that stuff has been replaced. It's a complete rebuild of the street uh, so that when it's done, it will be hopefully new and and great for the time being and for 10, 20 years or whatever. Uh, we are, but we are endeavoring to do that now and they've moved to the final phase, which is the east side of, of Maple as they're replacing all of the curbs uh, and all the drive approaches. That side should go quicker because there's not a multi-purpose path or sidewalk there. Hopefully you'll start to see uh, with the, uh, the day after Labor Day, uh, they'll come in with the uh, machine they use to lay those curbs and hopefully start doing that. Should take only a few days to get the curbs in. They'll work on the driveways. Uh, we're looking at an early October finish. Right. Uh, and we did have a change. We, didn't, we weren't anticipating. We added a little bit of work to the project and added a little bit of cost to the project, but uh, the original deadline was going to be in September anyway. Right. So we only added a few more weeks to it uh, and we get a better project and, and when it's all said and done. So I will come down off my soapbox and we we will move on a little bit. Uh, so Maple Avenue is not done, won't be done till October, uh, but making great progress. And thanks for the patience of people that live on Maple, uh, the people that travel on Maple. And you know, we understand your pain. We understand everything that's that's going on. Uh, we've had a bunch of water main breaks in Fairborn. Megan, yeah. what's up with that? Um, well, I... <laughs> I put you on the spot there. You I'm did, sorry. But I, well, I mean, <laughs> so we have, and I, I put this on the list because, uh, you know, for one, our our water crews are doing an incredible job just keeping up because they have been getting it handed to them with all these breaks lately. Uh, when I was talking with one of the foremen yesterday, he said that there's been, you know, more water breaks within the last, you know, probably month than yeah. uh, many years typical in this in this time frame. Right. Um, you know, it's an aging system. Right. Uh, and these water breaks are are not in the the newer sections where we've had you know new pipes put in. Um, so uh, if you see anything, if you have reduced pressure, uh, you know, and you have questions, always feel free to give us a call. And if you're walking or driving down your street and you see water flowing in the curtain, like either bubbling out of the street or along the curb line, uh, 
and it hasn't rained in a couple of days, yeah. uh, please call that in if, if you see something because that usually tells that there's a water main break. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of the times it's not like you see on, on television where the water main breaks and water shoots through the street. Geyser. It usually just kind of bubbles up and runs. Um, and it's best so we can, can correct that as quickly as possible. Yeah, because uh, so. the sooner we yeah. catch it, the better the, the less work that could possibly be required versus yeah hey look the road's bubbling sweet because water is destructive right and there's <laughs> things in it the more that it runs it washes out everything around the pipe and just right. becomes a bigger mess so yeah. uh and you're right a lot of it is the age of the system um and we have uh, the interesting thing about this and we'll talk if you listen to the government ops podcast we'll get into this when we start talking more in, about the public works part uh, but we have different water pressures in different parts of town we do uh, so there are areas where there's medium pressure, there's areas where there's low pressure, and there's areas where there's higher pressure. And there's a lot of places where those two pressure systems meet. Mm. And there's a valve that can be adjusted if needed for, depending on what's going on. Right. Uh, sometimes those valves get stuck open, sometimes they don't work, which can cause some breaks. I mean, it just, I, I wasn't aware until I started getting to local government that you, know, you just think that water pipes hook up to the water plant and it just pumps, right? But there's different pressures. Uh, and if you're in a high pressure area and, a, and there's a water main break, that's a problem because that water is probably shooting out pretty high right. uh, and pretty hard. So uh, just be patient. Our folks can usually get in there and do something pretty quickly uh, and then can repair it. But uh, if you see something that you don't uh, think is right, feel free to call in. Uh, there's a main number on our website you can call for water main breaks uh, and we can take care of it. And if it's after hours, people always ask, if it's after hours or even on the weekend, um, if you call the non-emergency dispatch line, right, they have a list of people who are on call and can uh, respond to those. And that number is 937-754-3000. And please call if you see something after hours or on the weekends. We want to get that fixed and yeah. our folks will come in and fix it. And uh, we really want to get that taken care of. Yeah. So that was why that was on there. Great. That's a great... Uh, bit of information for folks, yeah. so, which is why we do this podcast. Like to be helpful. Right. So let's get on. There's one other thing. If you've been by State Route 444 or uh, Kaufman or DYS uh, by the main base gate, you've noticed it looks a little different out there. Yeah, there's like buildings that are not there anymore. Right. They've uh, done the demolition for main gate park. Uh, there was some chatter about this on some social media sites about what are we doing here? Why are we doing it? Uh, this is something we received a grant from the, the state government uh, to do the majority of the project where we're turning that area in from a uh, automobile-oriented type uh, development into a park to essentially improve the appearance of the main base gate. Right. Uh, that's the gate where if you're coming to the largest portion of Wright Pat, which is the uh, Air Force Materiel Command, um, that's where the uh, all everything for the Air Force is purchased out of the Air, AFMC. And that's where folks, if they're coming from out of town to, to visit AFMC, they're coming to that gate. Right. And so it's been a, a kind of a point of concern for past base commanders, past uh, AFMC, you know, c uh, commanders as well. Uh, they'd really like to have something a little more pleasant, yeah. uh, pleasing as you as you drive into the base. So we were able to uh, work out a deal with the owners of the properties, acquire them, and, and turn it into a park. Uh, and we have just done the first part of the demolition. So buildings are down, underground storage tanks are being removed as we speak. Mm -hmm. And then you'll likely see some planting start to happen in the fall uh, or spring, maybe next year, we'll finish it up uh, to see that park come to come about. And, and this is a passive park, not an active park. 
Correct. There's not going to be playground equipment or anything like so that. Explain those two. Yeah. So just in a, case. an active park would be like community park is an active park. You can come to community park, bring your children. They can play on the swing set. They right. can, uh, you know, run around. There's ball fields. There's a big open area if you want to do things, picnic shelters, et cetera. A passive park is more something where you can certainly come, uh, but it's more if you want to maybe uh, sit there and think or just, you know, it's it's much smaller park. There is going to be a small walking path but it's not meant to be activated. So it's not meant to get a group of people together to play a pickup game of soccer, uh, just not that kind of park, right? And so it's it will be more of a reflective area than anything. Uh, and it's more of a, it's a beautification project uh, also. Right. So yeah. I just wanted to, to have that clarification because we use passive and active park uh, kind of terms often. And we do just wanted to. And that's one of the things Clarify. that we think people understand we're talking about and the people have no idea. Yeah, so, right. It's uh, government speak. And I'll say it now. If you have any questions about anything we talk about and want to know something, uh, please send us a message. Um, yeah. Info at fairbornoh.gov or hit us up on socials and we'll uh, maybe bring it to another episode or answer it right back to you as quickly as we can. Yeah. We use a lot of acronyms that are very confusing. We do. And, you know, if you're in the military, especially at Right Pat, that's alphabet soup over there. So we try to get bogged down in all that. Uh, so if we use an acronym or uh, something you don't understand, just ask us. Yeah. We're, we're an open book. Uh, one more, we've got, uh, we've become Gas Station Alley here in Fairborn. Casey's Marathon Sheets, uh, any updates on those? Um, well, Casey's, uh, they've got all kinds of stuff going on over there. They are moving right along. Buildings are being built. Uh, they've got the, the kind of the overhead yep. shelter areas for the gas station part and the truck part done the marathon is same thing i mean it's they're putting those uh two two businesses up fast so it'll be exciting and the marathon building looks really nice it, I mean, yeah it's a it beautiful building nice. i mean it's a really nice building and those are humongous on both sides of the, like the tanks right like i don't know that i've ever appreciated how big those things are until we've had you know two gas stations being right. built at the same time, like those are those are quite large. Right, it's and they got them in. I know they were sitting yeah. out on the out on the side for a while, and they got them in the ground. Um, my goodness, but you're right. Yeah, that's uh, pretty large. Just never. So just never thought about it before. And again, if you want to understand why we have so many gas stations and things like that, we've did that. I think in the last couple episodes, we went over it. Just if you yeah. haven't listened to it, please go back and understand. You know, we're kind of a function of uh, what's going on around us and. Uh, what we are as a community so we've got a pretty good explanation for that last episode and the one before and then sheets goes to planning board in september yeah correct so right? it yes. does yeah so we should have another one right across from casey's um, and again if you've never been to a casey's or a sheets uh, these are different than your standard convenience store these aren't uh, right. these aren't really i mean they're gas stations you can get gas there uh, but they're not really uh, a typical convenience store like you know, Speedway may have a couple roller dogs, something like that. You can get right. chips. Uh, Sheets has a full kitchen mm -hmm. uh, with a hood and everything. So yeah. they'll, they'll make you some unbelievable food. I've been told their pizza is amazing. Casey's Pizza. Sheets has the Reuben, I think. Is that right? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So something that's really, uh, you'll get a chance. It'll be more like a restaurant that opens up right. that serves gas. Yeah. So I think that does it for our construction projects. Let's, uh, before we get to our social media meltdown, I want to talk about... Uh, an ARPA project. This just folds into, uh, there's been some social media chatter about this project. Uh, but as you know, we got about $6.8 million in ARPA, which is the 
second round of COVID relief funds from the federal government that we are tasked with spending uh, by the end of 2026. Uh, So we received the last round of funds this year. Uh, I believe earlier this year, we got the second amount. We have to have everything spoken for by the end of 2024 and everything spent by the end of 2026. So with that, council approved a list of projects and I'll go over one of those now that we've we've talked about kind of the boring ones, uh, but I'll talk about a couple of them. Uh, First, we have, uh, we took some applications in cooperation with Greene County on some nonprofits mm-hmm. uh, who provide service to Fairborn residents. They made applications for funding. Uh, we've reviewed those funds. We've notified the winners, not the winners, we've notified the folks who have been awarded funds, Here I shouldn't say winners. Um, and we will be putting out a press release in the next couple of days. So mm-hmm. maybe by the time this podcast airs, we will have that information out. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully, uh, and the folks that have applied, I think will be uh, very beneficial to Fairborn people. The second phase of that is we're looking for some small business grants, uh, and those applications are gonna be out next week, Megan? Yep. Uh, so we'll open up the applications next week. We'll give about a 30-day window, uh, or a little bit more than 30 days for people to apply, and then we'll evaluate those based on uh, the applications we get, and we'll fund as many of them as we can based on the criteria that uh, ARPA has for funding. Correct. Uh, so we're, we're uh, you know, moving along in, in spending those funds. The last one that I wanna talk about is is a project that we've uh, undertaken, council wants to do, and it's the uh, former fire station one on Broad Street. Um, as you know, that building's been vacant for several years now since we opened the new fire station one. Uh, we've gone in and done some removal of ceilings and things like that, non-structural things in the building, and now we're ready to do a, a complete renovation of that building. Uh, it is, and I know a lot of folks ask, well, why would you do that? You should probably just demolish it. Right. Uh, that building is has a lot of history <laughs> and it dovetails with the history of Fairborn, frankly. Right. Uh, and, and really even predates Fairborn as a city predates really, I think Fairfield as a village or town or whatever we were village of Fairfield. Right. Um, it really, it was built probably before 1900, uh, as a schoolhouse. Uh, it became the Fairfield, uh, municipal building. Right. Uh, in, in that it was the administrative offices that then morphed into the fire station. And when we merged with uh, Osborne and became Fairborn, it was the fire station. Yep. Uh, so we, it, we've had a long history with that building. It is something that is iconic in Fairborn and demolition of that building to me would, would be uh, really a loss that we really, I think could try to avoid if possible. Right. So the plan is to spend up to $2 million in a renovation of that building uh, for the purpose of uh, putting something in there that's either going to be an event space uh, we would love to have a brewery in that that location. Uh, there, I know there are several groups who would be interested in utilizing that space, so we're working through all of that. Uh, but we're probably a couple years out from that being completed. Uh, but you'll see some information come out. We'll be soliciting for some contractors in the near future uh, next month to try to select someone who can then do that renovation. That's super exciting. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think there's... Uh, there's a lot of potential in that building and it fits in with our downtown revitalization strategy. So uh, having uh, that building be uh, up and running and get people in there dovetails with the housing that we're trying to put downtown and the spark, uh, just everything that we're trying to do. Well, and knowing and knowing that it's like Rubberside five North broad where we're doing our events, it's, it's a, be a much nicer view. Right. You know, with the finished, you know, look to it rather than how it is now. So it'll be, be exciting. Yeah, and we're really excited about it. And I think we have a good plan for how to renovate it. 
Uh, and I think it will be a very cool building when it's all said and done. Awesome. Good. So that could be kind of our did you know? It could be. Yeah, there you go. Okay. There's our did you know. See. Um, and so the last thing we want to talk about that I'm excited about uh, before we get to the social media part is we actually have a new event that our Parks and Rec folks put together. Uh, and the first one got canceled, but I think it's really fun that we're doing goat yoga in Fairborn. <laughs> yes. Talk about goat yoga. So, um, have you done it? I have not. Either way. I mean, I'm, I try, I've tried yoga. Right. I'm not really built for yoga, which probably means I should do yoga. And um, I think yoga people would say that's, that's I know. a poppycock. I know. <laughs> right? Like that's, that's uh, completely wrong. I know. But, uh, yeah, so the parks department has partnered with, uh, I can't remember the organization's name, but a local goat yoga right. uh, place. In fact, um, one, two of the instructors, actually one of the instructors is a recent graduate of Fairborne. Fantastic. One is currently a uh, graduate or a senior at Fairborne High School. Okay. Um, she's also a cheerleader, I believe. And then another one is an individual, um, another member of the organization is a member of uh, her She's a Fairborn citizen. Oh, so nice. it's a Fairborn, you know, focus company. Right. And what they do is they lead yoga and they have baby goats that basically will cuddle you, jump on your back, <laughs> like just make it more fun uh, than just a regular yoga session. And right. I mean, this isn't just like a Fairborn thing. I mean, this is, right. I, I think I saw a goat yoga pitch on Shark Tank. Uh, Interesting. A couple years ago. So, I mean, it's it's been a thing for a while. So, it's kind of fun that we're picking up on it. And uh, we do have a yoga studio in downtown, Kai Yoga. We do. Uh, and that's a wonderful yoga studio. If you've not been in there, it's a really cool space. Uh, yes. And I know they offer all kinds of yoga classes and uh, they have open sessions where you can go in and kind of work at your own pace. Right. Uh, and we're certainly not trying to do anything to, to compete with them or oh, do anything no. that's different from them. Uh, just goat yoga is a little bit uh, unique uh, and it's something that I think would be a lot of fun. And yeah. uh, I would say if you should probably try yoga, I actually did a, a, some yoga sessions uh, at Kai several years ago and it really is, it's, it's more strenuous than you would think. Mm -hmm. uh, but once you're done, you really do feel better. It's, it's hard to describe. Yeah. Uh, like I could run and like probably throw up and not feel good. Uh, but <laughs> I did yoga <laughs> And it was, it was strenuous, you know, and you're thinking all you're doing is like reaching the sky. Uh, uh it's very, very strenuous. Yeah. Uh, but it really, you really felt good afterwards. I don't know what it's hard to describe. Uh, but yeah, well, and there's definitely a, try yoga. There's a couple things at Kai that you can do if just to kind of ease yourself into that space. Yep. Cause I think sometimes the space can even be a little intimidating if you're not used to it. And, um, I, I participated in something called Reiki and a sound with like sound bath. Okay. And they had these uh, hanging, um, like swing. Like a swing, yeah. yeah. They had the swings. Yeah. And so the whole thing was basically you got on the swing and you just relaxed. That sounds amazing. And, you know, it's it's just the, the type of, it's not necessarily yoga, but it's right. just the type of meditation with kind of different sounds. And I mean, it's just, it's a wonderful experience. And it, it allows you to be in that space if you're, not quite sure about it. So, I mean, there's other stuff right. at Kai that they do that um, I highly recommend. And even if you're not a yoga person, which I'm not, yeah. uh, only because I'm, my muscles, I feel like are stiff as a board, but- uh, That's why you need yoga. I know, that's why exactly why I need yoga. <laughs> right. um, maybe the goats. 
Well, you can ease your can ease like, you know, some goat yoga. work out some of those knots in my, right. maybe that's, see, maybe there's a purpose. Right. So, but anyway, got way off track there. Um, so shout out to Kai Yoga. Shout out to Kai, yeah. And please, check, if check you're interested, yoga, is, it's a very low impact, uh, but a wonderful workout. It so. is. And like, so side note, Kai is doing some interesting things coming up. So you should check out their website because they're actually going to do something with um, Brene Brown. Okay. And I did find out she's, she's not actually going to be there. Okay. And I even said that. That's okay. Right, that's um, but they're kind of leading people through just some of her live TED Talks. Um, and uh, it's just one of their live things that they're And it's kind of a discussion forum, right? Like they want to have some discussions about some of the things that she brings up in the TED Talk. Yes. Which is wonderful. Yeah. So, I mean, they're doing some other stuff other than yoga. So I encourage you to check out Kai's website and see what they're about. And I don't want to give away anything here, but if you ever talk to and the, the lady that owns Kai Yoga, uh, her brother is fairly famous. Uh, he's an actor, and uh, I'm going to let you have to go. You, the, your mission, here's your Easter egg for the day, is to go to Kai Yoga, sign up for a class, and ask her who her brother is. You would be surprised. Huh. I, I have no idea. And it's insane. I mean, and if you, yeah, yeah, it's... It's wonderful. It's like one of those little tidbits where you're like, oh, I had no idea. And then you're like, wow, that's amazing. Huh. So yeah. You I got would me intrigued. Right. So go to Kai Yoga. And that was a non-paid ad. I'm just, <laughs> they didn't yeah. pay us anything for that. That's just a, a cool thing. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, socials before we get into the big announcement. We'll wrap up with the announcement. Um, hit us up on socials. If you follow us on TikTok, uh, Emily, our intern, has done a great job of highlighting some small businesses there yes. uh, and going in and, and bringing some attention to folks who uh, maybe didn't we, you weren't aware of. So she's done some wonderful things with some really cool small businesses around town. And uh, if you are looking for a new place uh, to frequent or help out, then she's done some some good work there. Yeah, I'm, I, I think that's one of the cooler things that she's been able to do for us is to highlight some of these small businesses that a lot of people may not even know are in Fairborn. Um, she did right. one at uh, Bull 10 over the weekend. Yeah. And there were people that had no clue there was a bowling alley in Fairborn, <laughs> right. which amazes me. And that's okay. I mean, it, it's okay that you don't know about it, but I think it's awesome that now you do. And, right. um, you know, you can go bowl there and it's, it, and that's the purpose of this, right? I mean, it's not, that's right. We're not showing favorites. It's merely just to highlight, Hey, these are local businesses that as, a community you can go visit and support because they are in Fairborn. They are right. Fairborn people that are doing these things. So please, by all means, go and check them out. And it's a way for us to build our TikTok a little bit and use, use TikTok for good. So TikTok's on all trash. It's not. Uh, we've actually used it for good and we're actually using it to highlight some of our small businesses. Absolutely. We have 200 followers now on TikTok. Wow, that's great. Yeah. So again, if you, and if you have a small business and you'd like us to come and maybe we'll do Kai Yoga as one, that would be really cool. Um, is if you have a small business and you'd like us to come and have Emily maybe take some video and yeah. the way she does it is pretty impressive. I, I admittedly don't have a TikTok account, but we also share it on our other social channels. So you can see these videos and she does a great job of uh, taking some great video of the, of the place. And then TikTok is all about music. Mm -hmm. So she'll overlay some music and then add some words to it just to describe it. It's 10 seconds, yep. uh, not a very long thing, but she gets a whole ton of information in there uh, in just a short amount of time. So it's, yeah, she it, does a good job with it. Yeah. If you, if you have a business, it. you'd like Emily to come and uh, just take some video and do a little TikTok, just uh, shout out to us, hit us up on TikTok. Can you message people on TikTok? I think so. So I don't, she'll get it. I wouldn't know. Yeah, she'll get it. 
Uh, so yeah, follow us definitely on TikTok. Okay. Before we wrap up, we're about 47 minutes in here. We have an announcement. We have a big announcement. Uh, and this is something that I am quite frankly surprised that we were able to pull together. Uh, but Megan, I'm going to let you talk about it. So we have a guest coming on the podcast, on the podcast on October 5th. Now we're going to tease it. We're not going to tell you who it is, uh, but it is a big time guest. It is a big time uh, guest. You well, folks, if you follow this podcast, will be surprised when this episode comes out. Yeah. Um, and some of you may already know just based on some of the things on social media, right? Uh, because it has been talked about a little bit by some folks. Right. Uh, so we are excited. Is yes, excited? excited. Absolutely. Yeah. We're excited, you know, just absolutely. to have, uh, this individual with us. And, um, I, I'm, to be honest, I'm thankful that, uh, they accepted right. uh, the invitation to come on and, and just talk with us and just hope to have a fruitful conversation and, um, maybe clear the air on some things. Exactly. And, and at least have a dialogue, uh, because, one of our council members has a saying that we try to fight for feedback, mm -hmm. right? And we're not always going to like the feedback that we get. Right. Uh, and so it's okay, right? It's no, we don't have to like everything that, that people think and say, sure. um, but we're willing to at least talk about it in a fruitful way. Mm -hmm. um, and the operative word being fruitful there, we want to have a, we want to have a dialogue. Right. Uh, we want to be able to, to ask and answer questions and, uh, we certainly have nothing to hide and we'll answer anything that is brought to us. Uh, but hopefully it's in a, you know, it's a mutually respectful way. Correct. Uh, and we can have a, a meaningful conversation. And maybe it's such a good conversation that we do it over two episodes. Yeah. Maybe we record the whole thing and break it up over two because it's just such a wonderful conversation. Or it's an amazing spectacle and we do it in one episode. Uh, it could be either way, right? I hope, I hope for the first. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I've, so. we're, again excited and uh, can't wait to have this person come on. So that's a reason to continue to listen to this podcast because we may, I'm guessing that's not going to be the last guest we have on this mm -hmm. podcast. We'd love to have more. And so we're looking to build this thing out a little bit. Um, and we may, uh, I'm going to throw something out here and you may edit this if, uh, so just delete this if it's not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> it's been suggested that we do a Fairborn after dark. Oh. Yes. Uh, by some <laughs> folks, we do an after dark. Uh, we're weighing that option. I don't know that we're going to put that together. Uh, maybe a personal podcast after dark may happen. Uh, but some folks have suggested we do an after dark where we, you know, maybe it's a little more uh, PG 13 rated. If possible, it's a little more loose than it is already. <laughs> uh, we, I don't think we're going to get to the depths of some uh, podcasts, but uh, I don't know that we'll do an after dark. Uh, we'll probably keep it at this level. I think we've got a good niche here. Uh, but uh, if you've thought about doing a Fairborn After Dark, we might help you do one. That would be cool. Uh, if you'd like yeah. to do a podcast, we may help you put that together. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be something that's going to come from our official city channels. No, it will be fun, so, though. Just great. to kind of... Uh, and I think, uh, hang out. again, you may delete this part of it, too. We've always wanted to just be able to say whatever we wanted to, right? We don't have that luxury. We right. do not have that luxury. And for good reason, because we, we are here to represent the city of Fairborn. Right. It's not Rob's city of Fairborn. It's not Megan's city of Fairborn. It's not anyone's city of Fairborn. It's the big C city of Fairborn. Right. As such, we need to present ourselves in a way that uh, represents the city. Now, we can argue all day long what that looks like and 
you know, some folks think we should be one way or another. Right. Some folks criticize, say we're a little too immature. Uh, you know, we're having fun and we're doing things that uh, uh, we think are going to build the following that we have on our social media. Correct. And this podcast being just one of those things. So, you know, fo some folks may not like it that we're doing it. I'm sorry if you don't like it. It's working. I think we talked about this last yeah, episode. It last podcast, it's working. So well, we're going to keep doing it. And so I think the important part, too, is that just because we may say or we may, we may want to say certain things. Yeah. And just because we have an opinion about certain things, and this goes for, I think, all people. Um, again, this is just my personal opinion. Just because you have things you wish to say or you have an opinion about something doesn't mean you have to always share it publicly. Correct. You know, it's, it's okay to Correct. kind of keep those. Hold on to it. You know, off, you know, of, of all the social media platforms, um, you know, right. and just talk about it with friends. I mean, it's not something that needs to be spouted out. And, and you know, I think for us, there are certain things that, yeah, we'd, we'd love to talk about and make yeah. it public, but you know what? It doesn't, it doesn't benefit the overall purpose. Correct. I mean, what is in the best interest of the city and that my opinion isn't necessarily in the best interest of the city. Sure. Right. And I, that sounds worse than I meant it to, to sound, but it does, it makes no sense for Rob Anderson's opinion to be anywhere near what we're doing here as a city. Right. right? Doesn't mean I can't weigh in on some things and have a reaction to some and make some comments. Uh, particularly in there was a point in time where I would get a little snarky and that was primarily during COVID and I had, you know, cabin fever and was, you know, whatever, just needed to get out of town, get out of the house. Um, so, you know, there's times where we will respond and be a little uh, irreverent in our response, right. uh, but it's never disrespectful. It's never meant to be disrespectful. It's meant more to be lighthearted and almost like, you know, let's not take ourselves too seriously here. This is, you know, right. In the grand scheme of things, this isn't as important as you're making it sound. Correct. Uh, so, but with that being said, we are excited about having a guest on. We'll let you know more as we get closer, but that's going to be the first podcast in October uh, when we release that. And so we will spend the next couple podcasts getting ready for that uh, and preparing. And then if you have guest suggestions, anybody you'd like to see come on or you want to come on yourself, uh, we'd love to have you. Yeah. Um, Shout out to the folks that run Fairborn Communicates. I think that's Julie and Ben, mm -hmm. uh, and then there may be another administrator there, but uh, they've done a great job of sharing this podcast and letting people know when there's been stuff that's been said. Right. Um, ben especially has uh, really done a good job of getting information out there. Mm -hmm. So thanks, Ben. Uh, and Julie does a great job of sharing the podcast links and uh, helping people get this information. So we really appreciate that. Yep. Anything else, Megan? Is that it? I think uh, we've hit quite a bit. We've about hit our window. So we're right at about an hour. <laughs> so. You know, we've extended that window, right? I know. Okay. But if you've listened this long, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and please tell your friends, neighbors, uh, aunts, uncles, cousins, that the Rumor Has a Podcast is out there. Uh, and we will see you next time uh, for Rumor Has It. This is City Manager Rob. See you around town.